1: It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement program and is perfect for the ADHD brain.
2: And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. My sister, Louise, shout out to Louise. She's 20 years sober. She got sober through AA. She was a very similar drinker to me, a binge drinker. And she went to AA 20 years ago. She's now, I think it's it's like 22 years. Um, I actually phoned her this week to ask her opinion on moderation. And she told me uh, about a chapter of the AA big book, which is called The Doctor's Opinion. Um, And this is, I'm going to read you what she said. Um, So this is my sister, Louise. Once you take that first drink, you set up a craving that is impossible to resist. They talk about it being an allergy, and that it really makes sense to me. The penny dropped, and this realization that if an alcoholic was a person who once, who once take a drink, sets up a craving and can't stop, then that's me. That's what goes on in my body every time I take a drink. It doesn't mean I'm lying in the gutter drinking a bottle of vodka. It's just when I take that first drink, there's a physical change that I become powerless over alcohol. It's that simple. It also helped me to have some compassion for myself to realize that I am one of those people who has an adverse reaction to alcohol. You either do or you don't. You can either drink in moderation or you can't and that's it. So that comes from Doctor's Opinion. So what Louise says is that it made her realise that it definitely is the first drink that does the damage. If you don't pick up that first drink, you can't get drunk. It's that simple. It also made her realise that the word alcoholic, as it is understood before with all its judgments and stereotypical imagery and associations, was merely in fact a description of a person who has an allergic reaction to that first drink, rendering them powerless over alcohol. After hearing this explanation, my sister realised that she perhaps sat on that alcohol spectrum, and she stood up in her first AA class and said, "I'm Louise, and I'm an alcoholic." And that was 22 years ago. Go Louise! Go Louise! Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. little shout out. For yeah, Louise. amazing. She's amazing. Years,
2: yeah, yeah, amazing. So that really that makes me wonder if the definition of a, the definition of an alcoholic is actually someone that can't moderate. Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and like she said there, some people. <clears throat> are able to have it one drink and leave it at that and some people just aren't. Yeah. Is it really as simple as that? Yeah, what, is there
2: a, a physiological component to this as well? Mm. And what we were talking about earlier is that, you know, it does take a, a sense of blame away because it you, does, yeah. you feel like a failure when you, you try to do something and then you fail at it. You're trying to moderate and you can't. So therefore you are going to feel a sense of failure and that probably kicks in with that a hangover anxiety, that sense of, of God, I does, only went yeah. out for one drink and look at the bloody state. I, you know, ended up with a savage in my top pocket yeah
0: so and, and it is it's like a, a sense of self-loathing mm. you know hate and all of this brings you to drink more because you do feel like a failure so I you know I've I've, I've done a couple of AAs it, it didn't actually for, for me AA wasn't what got me through to, to sobriety but I did um I did like that what Lou said because I think it really helps us to understand that you know it, it we were almost trying to do the impossible yeah. We weren't built like that. We weren't built to be able to to have one drink and stop. And yeah, just talking about failure, it's it's always accompanied by a variety of emotions things like embarrassment, anxiety, anger, sadness and shame. And those feelings, you know, they're so uncomfortable and many people will do anything they can to escape that emotional turmoil. We pick up a drink and we try again because we just can't imagine life without alcohol and we don't want to have to face the fact that we're failing so mm. much in this thing that we're so desperate to do. And yeah. what was my one wish of all time? I just couldn't get it. And yeah. I tried and I tried. I'm one of those people who, if I want something, I try bloody hard to get it and I usually will. is not funny that something... you can be so
2: successful in so many areas of your life. yeah? But that one thing, there's definitely got to be a physical logical thing behind it as well because there's that one thing you can be a you know a really functional human yeah. but there's this one thing you cannot control mm.
0: and finally and even even a functioning alcoholic or a functioning heavy drinker I mean I was definitely a high functioning drinker I was able to to work build a business be a mom all of this stuff you know that's quite a feat Yeah, I couldn't stop after one or two drinks. It was was just impossible. And so, hearing that from Louise, I think it it helps me to understand. I wish I'd heard it earlier. Yeah. Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works, and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room, where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness, to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now, wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to make sure
1: Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir A Thousand Wasted Sundays is officially out. All my magnificent fuck-upery in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores.
1: We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are,
2: there, are there bad bookstores? Probably ones with moody, moody what? sellers. Oh yeah, really yeah.
1: depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only
1: made it into the goodies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry, and cringe, and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book, even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think?
1: I feel like I know a little bit too much